Um, so in the interest of the film as well, could you please explain the concept of Ahimsa so people can understand what it really is and pro probably detach it from the notions that it gets filtered with? I'm glad you are asking this. Thank you so much. You see, since we are born with a feeling of incompleteness, therefore we have to be dependent on the external world to somehow gain that completeness. Huh? We are born not feeling alright with ourselves. The baby cries upon birth. The baby does not smile in joy. We are born feeling uneasy. And every single human being is constantly carrying that uneasiness within. Nobody is perfectly alright at any point. That's the reason we are desirous. We want to somehow plug in that inner hollow. Using this, using this, using this, using this. And that is called exploitation. If I have a feeling that my inner unease can be taken care of using this, will I ever let it go? This is exploitation. We clutch, we consume, we possess, we enslave. Huh? If this is giving me something, what will I do with it? If this is a source of some kind of fulfillment or use to me, what will I do to this? Suppose it is conscious now and it says I want to go, will I allow it? This is the cow. Now you see where all animal exploitation comes from? It comes from our own animalistic tendencies. Now this is the cow. Because it is the mug, there is no problem. The mug has no consciousness. The cow has consciousness. But as far as I am concerned, to me the cow and the cup are the same. Same in the sense they both are of some utility to me. And anything that is of utility to you, you will be extremely violent and exploitative towards it. Because your own sense of identity and fulfillment is now dependent on that thing. Are you getting it? So what is Ahinsa then? To know that this inner sense of unease is false. Only then can you let the world be. Only then can you live in solitude and tranquility and a sense of independent contentment. Our contentment or our feeling of contentment is always dependent. If I get him, I will feel happy. If I don't get him, I will feel something is wrong, something is missing. I didn't get that dream job, how do I feel? Or my great job was snatched away from me, how do I feel? So everything about us is dependent on the world and that is the state of Hinsa. To be dependent on the world, to draw your identity from the world is the fundamental Hinsa. And as long as you are dependent on the world and you draw your identity from there, you will remain violent. Even if you are violent, doesn't show up crudely in your behavior. So you can pretend to be sophisticated and compassionate and soft and caring, but internally you would still be violent. You could be vegan and still be very, very violent. Are you getting it? Huh? Because your veganism then just is, is just a thing of behavior. You know, behavior wise, yes, you are not consuming this, not doing that, not doing that. But internally, you are still violent. Let me just put a question to you. What if you are a vegan and you decide to have three kids? What are you doing to the animals? You don't even know how many animals you have slaughtered, how many thousands of animals you have slaughtered by having two or three kids. Is that not so? Every kid that is born is born to consume. 
and where will the consumed stuff come from? It can come only if you clear away the jungles. It can come only if you pollute the environment. The child will ask for roads, water, schools, residential facilities, so many other things to consume. And the child will then produce even more kids of his own. Is that not the biggest violence towards all living beings to bear kids? But then you can have vegan people who have like two kids, three kids and they'll proudly say we are vegan. What kind of compassion or non-violence is this? This kind of uh, superficial veganism happens when you are not spiritual. Ahinsa is core spirituality and therefore authentic veganism. Can you tell us how animal agriculture is affecting our planet, Bhumi Devi? Also, how it's affecting our health, India being the diabetes capital of the world, and our treatment to animals. I mean, this word ahimsa comes from India, but we've gotten so far away from it. It's one of the most beautiful words ever written. The name of the work itself is the land of Ahinsa, and I watched it just a few hours back. So I'll take this question in context of the creation that you very kindly shared with me. You see, Ahinsa is deep understanding, right? Without that understanding, whatever you do is violence. Whatever you do is violence. But what I am seeing is that in vegan circles, religion itself is being taken as an obstacle. Hmm? So even when we say that India is the land of Ahinsa, and how is it possible that Indians are displaying such cruelty today? Are we first of all admitting? that the entire population needs to be well-versed in the principles of Ahinsa. Are we admitting that? Because if we are admitting that, then we have to know that Ahinsa cannot come from the mainstream kind of education and culture. Also, Ahinsa cannot come directly from any ideological position. Ahinsa is nothing but the very center of Indian spirituality. So when you say that Indians are not being ahinsak or non-violent anymore, first of all, you need to ask the question, why has India turned its back to spirituality? That's the moot question. You cannot be vegan without being spiritual. First of all, let's, let's uh, come to this. And uh, I have this uh, uh, bone. Hmm? to pick with the work you made. A couple of people there seemed to insinuate that religion is the cause of violence. Now, which is like turning the entire logic and truth on its head. If you want veganism, obviously you need ahinsa. But where will Ahinsa come from? Is Ahinsa taught in the school or college curricula? 
will parents teach ahimsa to their kids when parents themselves do not know what ahimsa is ahimsa has to come from pure and core religion right which is called spirituality hmm? and even more specifically called vedant that's where ahimsa will come from so to turn vegan first of all you must be ahimsak and to be ahimsak you require vedant but i think that's where the vegan community goes wrong instead of realizing that spirituality is the only way to turn the population vegan we start blaming the religion the very concept of religion we start blaming as if religion tell me please how is it so that uh, a majority of world's vegetarians are still found in india is it because of some vegetarian ideology it is because of religion religion is what kept india compassionate for a very very long time and if in the last 10 years you are seeing a sudden spike in meat consumption specifically chicken consumption it is because of the loss of spirituality itself so if you really want to be kind to animals you will have to first of all understand that no kindness is possible without spirituality whereas to the extent i know i might be totally wrong the vegan community in india takes spirituality as some kind of threat they think that if you are spiritual then uh, you know in fact one of the speakers in the movie was saying that why should we follow it even if it is written in the spiritual book in the religious books have you even read the spiritual books but you are assuming as if the religious books are teaching cruelty the fact is it is the religious books that kept india kind and compassionate for so long remember vegetarians are not enemies of vegans in some sense veganism is the logical next step yeah. in vegetarianism why does one remain vegetarian because one does not want to hurt animals yeah. and the same feeling attains its completeness in veganism is that not so one is vegetarian because one does not want to hurt animals and this same sentiment gains its perfect fullness in veganism right so vegetarians are not to be taken as uh, enemies hmm? and what kept india vegetarian was religious values hmm? specifically spiritual not the kind of religious values in which you have uh, uh, entire drums of milk being poured on deities not those those are traditional values not religious values we must differentiate between tradition and religion huh? pouring milk on the deity is tradition not religion and true religion is a destroyer of traditions very few people understand that true religion is a destroyer of traditions traditions come from our own biases and historical coincidences traditions can arise from anywhere religion does not honor traditions true spirituality is about questioning everything obviously including tradition so it is to core spirituality you must go and i'm saying and i'm saying this because the very name of the Uh, production includes ahimsa when you say ahimsa you have to 
include uh, adhyatma you have to include vedant that's where the solution lies and that's what has been mitigating our innate animalistic violent behavior since centuries otherwise please tell me why were so many vegetarians found in india since so long tell me why still till date the per capita meat consumption in india is among the lowest in the world why is it so hmm? tell me why you have you have pakistan and bangladesh both carved out of india there the per capita meat consumption is four times that of india so what is it that has kept indians relatively kind towards animals please tell me it is spirituality and it is spirituality alone that will uh, uh, that will help the cause of non violence and animals how do, how do we return to the land of ahimsa and the true meaning of this word and what is your message to the world <laughs>